will see and hear firsthand this kind of sound. Let's hear the rest of it. Guys, I know it's been uh, a week or two since one of my podcasts. Hopefully you enjoyed Jason Kolb. Uh, I did take a little bit of time after Elevate, which was bonkers, by the way, to all of you guys listening who came to New Orleans, uh, you know, partied it up with us in, in the, on the streets and, and had an awesome time crushing it in all the sessions and in the, on the main stage. Thank you for coming. I hope that you guys are, you know, not just inspired, but actually taking that knowledge back and executing on it right now. So today, I have a little more knowledge to throw your way. Uh, today, I want to introduce you to someone who actually lives in Minneapolis. Uh, we met at an active campaign study hall. Active Campaign is an email automation slash marketing tool. It's kind of like the, it's for those who wouldn't want to spend a, you know, their entire year's paycheck on HubSpot or, um, uh, you know, Salesforce's Pardot. The the Active Campaign system is is sort of the 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 system that you would use instead. So. Really great tool, uh, definitely affordable, a lot of insurance agents using it. Uh, it. It kind of acts as a light CRM and great email marketing system. Uh, but the automation capability and functionality is what Ben and I were learning about in this study hall. So we got to talk in, found out he's a big Facebook advertiser. He actually, uh, and you guys may have heard, you may remember that like two years ago, I interviewed Preston Schmidley at IAOA, uh, IAOA's innovation, and he told us all about how he's using uh, Facebook leads in the real estate industry to generate uh, referral relationships. And so this is, this, you know, what started as, you know, maybe just one or two agents doing this two years ago has now sort of snowballed and I just keep meeting more and more people who are doing this. So Ben is one of those people. I thought it would be awesome to have him come on today and talk a little bit about uh, where this whole strategy is at, right? It's kind of been running now for two years. Um, is it still effective? You know, what are the strengths and weaknesses? And is it working for him and his agency today? And also, in, in his opinion, you know, does it work for any agent uh, or is there a particular niche of, of agent that it works best for? So ah, I'm going to stop talking now. Without further ado, uh, I am super excited to introduce you guys to the one and only Ben Feldman. So, dude, before we get into, you know, the, the Facebook advertising nitty gritty, Let's just step back for a second and talk about who Ben Feldman is. So give me the give me the lowdown on on your story. I know that your agency is kind of new, but talk me through your thought process on opening up an agency and what that's been like over the last couple years. Yeah, for sure. So um, I guess I'll kind of start with uh, where I landed out of college. So um, I went to UW Madison. I actually worked at uh, Target Corporate. Worked in a corporate environment for about five years, did 
um, kind of was an analyst, uh, did some internal consulting, some data analytics, um, data visualization work uh, across a couple different roles at Target. Um, and my brother-in-law, who's now my business partner at the agency, um, uh, approached me, I think it was winter of, of 2016. Um, and he, he basically said, hey, uh, you know, or he had done real estate for a long time, did mortgages back in the day, and then had gotten into insurance. And he said, hey, I think you should try this out, do it on the side. I think you'd like it. Um, so I got certified and licensed, um, pounded out like in a week, you know, just like it's kind of how I operate, like quickly got through all the certification training, took the test, and within like two weeks, I was like uh, ready to roll um, and started doing a little bit on the side while at Target. Um, and within a few months, had a couple people um, kind of really back me and were excited about what I was doing and maybe thought it could be something long-term, something that I do uh, for as a full-time gig and um, started referring me some clients in business. I had a financial advisor and loan officer who were ultra supportive of kind of where I was trying to go and what I was trying to do. And um, yeah, so did it on the side for about a year and a half at Target's. Um, Finally left in spring of uh, 2017. Um, or sorry, I started winter of 2015. Finally, after about a year and a half of it, left Target in in spring, April of 2017. Um, was working under my brother-in-law uh, at another independent agency. Um, went really well for the first year and a half, and then finally kind of cut the cord uh, on the corporate world, Target. Um, and then that coincided with us leaving and kind of starting our own agency um, and where we're at today. So um, primarily focused on personal lines, my brother-in-law and I, 50-50 um, partners. And um, yeah, that's kind of how I've gotten to where I am today. We um, fired a full-time CSR last fall, um, working with about 700 households, primarily on the personal line side. And um, yeah, that's kind of the background of where we're at and how we've grown over the last two years. So how different is it, you know, the corporate life from the agency life? Is it like night and day? Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing that is different is that I don't, uh, there's, when I was in the corporate environment and you're downtown and working on cross-functional teams, there's a lot of walking around during the day and going to and from meetings. Um, that's probably the biggest change is, well, one, I don't have a commute downtown. I live out um, kind of in the middle of Lake Minnetonka and so I cut out the commuting part of my day, which is great because my office now is across the street, which I really enjoy. That's awesome. <laughs> um, to save about an hour a day of commuting. Um, but yep. uh, but yeah, I mean, it's a lot, you know, more desk time. Uh, I was already doing a lot of that in the corporate environment, but um, you know, it's it's a different feel not having someone you're reporting to per se, right? So got to be self-driven and and motivated. And I and I felt that when I started to do this, like actually got the kind of competitive nature of like being an independent agent and feeling like I, I have, not only do I have the products on my side, but I was super, you know, I am super confident in my ability to communicate um, both verbally over email, um, kind of interact with different types of clients and get a sense of, uh, I mean, that's the biggest thing I'll say is my time at corporate is that I've learned, learned so much about how to communicate with others. And I would say, mm -hmm. Um, perceptions in a corporate environment are, are really critical um, mm -hmm. in order for you to be successful and move along. So you have to very quickly understand how people are perceiving you, how they're, uh, how they feel amidst a conversation or an interaction for you to be successful. Because if you're blind to what other people are thinking of you, you're never going to make it because it's, there's just, it's so much internal competition and it's all about kind of who you know and building the right relationship. So that 
that background and experience of communicating in that type of environment has been so helpful for me as I've gone into this uh, agency space, just with delivery of proposals and conversations over the phone um, and things like that. So, uh, yeah, yeah I, I've loved it, but you got to be driven and, and motivated to keep growing. A lot of people will get to a certain level, probably close to where I'm at now, and they'll get complacent and, um, you know, get comfortable with where they're at and just sit on the book of business. But um, excited to continue to drive and grow relationships and expand more into commercial specifically is kind of a little bit of our focus with our agency. And, um, and yeah, that's, so that's kind of the, those are some of the biggest differences or kind of, uh, as far as the transition goes and how, how the agency experience has been different for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think another one of your strengths, um, and one that you brought over from, I wouldn't say specifically from the corporate world, but I know you were, you were doing a lot of, uh, work in data, right? Like, uh, data analysis and, and, just more of the tech side of things. Is that correct? Yeah. So my, my last role at Target did a lot of, um, I was doing a lot of stuff with um, big data, like guest or shopping behavior analytics. So when people come to Target, uh, what are they buying together? How often do they shop? Um, you know, who are they, their demographics? So I did a lot of like correlation and affinity analysis and things like that. So when you go into uh, an independent role um, in all the different carrier systems and the CRM and then, um, you know, some of like the, I was doing other stuff with social media, but I'm very comfortable with like um, working with numbers and data and things like that. So that's, that's certainly been a competitive advantage for me as it relates to quoting and feeling like I'm maximizing the potential of the products that we sell and from a pricing perspective, figuring out like, you know, what is the best setup for a client and things like that. So um, that yeah. certainly certainly transitioned over well. Yeah, I mean, you came into the space at this at just almost like ironically the most opportune time, just based on your skill set, because we've had this wave of insurance technology companies coming in from other industries and seeing a lot of opportunity uh, within the insurance space to to move that tech side forward, and the fact that you're coming in as an agent. Uh, you know, with that background is a huge, like you said, competitive advantage. And I'm wondering, is that what sort of keyed you in or made you curious about Facebook advertising to say like, hey, you know, how can I start to leverage the digital space and technology in my marketing and sales process? Yeah, I think, um, I don't know upon my departure from Target that I um, necessarily knew enough about the industry of maybe where it was headed to be thinking that, you know, I knew my background and my ability to, to navigate systems and CRMs and the carrier sites and the complexity of quoting and, um, you know, one miskey can, <laughs> in the industry, like, you know, can throw things off. So I was very aware that that was going to be helpful for me. I think some of the Facebook advertising stuff just um, probably came up more recently. I've, I've done some of it. I'm very f familiar with social media platforms through a couple other things I do outside of um, uh, the insurance space. Um, so mm -hmm. I was familiar with like uh, kind of the business, you know, basics of the business manager on the back end of Facebook and uh, the capabilities of reaching an audience and targeting and things like that. Um, but, you know, kind of stumbled upon an opportunity or this idea of, of lead generation on Facebook. Um, and as we talk in more detail, not necessarily on focusing on lead generation for, um, for insurance, but uh, more so for new home buyers and for my referral partners. So um, 
kind of got into uh, like found a course, an opportunity that allowed me to um, kind of gather some additional information, which was super helpful. Started that last winter, and um, I already had pretty good success, like finding referral partners and relationships with loan officers and and um, and whatnot, but. Um, the new, uh, like being able to provide this source of leads or, uh, potential clients for those partners, um, through kind of that, through the Facebook side of things and having that data or that understanding of how to manage funnels and, and drive leads and things like has allowed me to capture some additional relationships that I otherwise wouldn't have had. So, um, it's been very interesting and, and there's endless potential with it. So it's a balance of, I don't, I don't want to become a digital marketer necessarily. So it's. How, how specialized and deep do you go? Because as you start working with partners, you're like, wow, this stuff's incredible. And, you know, typically digital marketers, I mean, that's, that's an expensive service that a lot of either loan officers or any industry is, you know, that it's not a cheap service to, to source. So the fact that I'm trying to do it at a pretty high uh, level for some referral partners, um, I always got to check myself and make sure that, you know, I'm still the ultimate goal here is I'm still an insurance agent and um, can't get, you know, got to find the right time where I can't get too distracted on trying to spread myself too thin and uh, become something that I, or maybe take it to a level that is maybe uh, further than I need it to. So it's been, it's been interesting, but it's been successful and I've, I've really enjoyed it. And uh, um, it's certainly added a lot of value for my referral relationships. Yeah. And just to, to clarify here for those listening. So uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, Ben, uh, from my understanding, you're not generating insurance leads direct for your agency from Facebook, but what you're doing is generating uh, homeowners insurance leads for the real estate industry and using that service as a value add to generate referral partners for your agency. Is yeah, that correct? correct. That's cool. correct. So whether it's realtors or loan officers or a, or a combination of both, um, uh, gotten pretty familiar with the back end of Facebook, which is uh, for that type of demographic, the new home buyer or, um, you know, early 30s, late 20s. Um, it's still a really effective platform. There's certainly other means of driving or generating leads, whether it's Google, um, Google AdWords or YouTube and things that um, certainly have their value too, but kind of focused in, honed in on Facebook. And um, it's been good. And at the very least, it's, it's afforded me an opportunity, you know, sometimes loan officers, realtors will get into these leads and I can quickly tell maybe they're not necessarily the right fit for it, either based on the type of business they're used to, to working with um, or closing. Um, some mm -hmm. just the follow-up required, as anyone knows, when you're when you're buying leads and things, like you have to be very persistent and timely. And some of the partners I've tried to do this with, it hasn't maybe been the right fit or I haven't even introduced it maybe because just knowing how they operate and work. Um, but at the very least, it's been an opportunity for me to offer the service, get my foot in the door, work with some of their clients, and then immediately show the value that I can offer, not just by providing leads, but by being an awesome partner and having their clients go back and rave about the experience they had or the, you know, what I was able to help them with on, on whether it's their home and auto or bundling or educating them on their first home purchase, what insurance is and the basics of it. So um, that's certainly been, it's been a great foot in the door uh, more than anything, yeah. but it's still, it's, I mean, it was pretty cool. It only it was a couple months before I actually generated uh, a home buyer lead, referred it over to one of my referral partners and actually closed the insurance on it. So it all happened pretty quick. Wow. And, um, when that happens, like, all right, this is pretty, you know, pretty cool. The fact that they don't know who I am, but I was the one who generated the lead. Yeah. Kind of, uh, it only took a couple months in, you know, in the home buying process to find a home and close and, and whatnot. It takes some time. So 
um, that was pretty, that was a pretty cool experience, but yeah, it's been, uh, it's been, it's been really successful and just another tool in the toolbox for me as I go out and build relationships. Yeah. So do you find that they're sending you leads other than the ones that you're generating or do, do they seem to keep it to, you know, all right, Hey, he, you know, Ben's generating these leads. We've got this nice little cycle going where I'll get the home and, and he'll get the insurance and that's it. And it just stops with the, with the leads that, that you're generating for them. And they, they maybe have some other ways of helping their uh, other clients that come in through, through other doors um, or do you feel like you've shown so much value up front that they're like, whoa, we got to send Ben everything. He's amazing. Yeah. So it's definitely, it's, it's definitely the later of what you mentioned. So by offering this mm -hmm. service and driving these leads, I mean, it's a, a lot of times building up a, a book of contacts, anyone in the real estate or, or um, uh, lending industry knows like you'll have, and even insurance, if you're doing leads, like you'll send emails and automated messaging texts emails, voicemails for a period of time. And then a year later, you've never talked to this person. They say they respond back to the email finally and like want to do a transaction. Right. So, um, yeah. I've only been a few months in, but it's hard because even I think when, when loan officers and, uh, um, realtors are using Zillow, for example, I think they require them to sign. I don't know if it's a six or a 12 month contract because they know in one, in the first couple months, you're not going to see the like people are going to think it's not worth it and not see the returns. So similar thing in, in this is it's kind of building up, uh, building up a book or of contacts and leads. Um, um, anyway, so back to the core question, absolutely. Like a part of this relationship is that we want to be working with loan officers who are doing enough business and the ask is that not we're going to source these leads, but our ask is that you integrate us into your total process for all of your business, right? So we become a, a referral partner and option for all of your clients. Um, and honestly, it's, I mean, it's, it's more so that than actual leads that we're providing and offering. I mean, sure. We'd love to get those back, but this is still probably going to be a very small portion of their overall, um, business, um, because we're working mm -hmm. with pretty established loan officers. This is something that they can either provide to different uh, loan officers underneath them as a resource to get them going or, uh, drive their business. But if I know way is their primary, um, and everyone knows that like in this, in the industries we work in, like it's. Uh, like some people just jam, you know, are on the dialers and on the phones and that's their source. But with a lot of people we're working with, like lead generation is just an added kind of an added element of their overall business plan and, and their sourcing through relationships, referral partners is continues to be a you know, the primary, right? So those are the people we want to work with because, uh, when we provide this service, the only way we're going to get return is if we're getting both obviously the leads that we're providing if they close them as well as, um, everything else that they, they're doing, um, uh, as well. Yeah. So why not just go direct to the insurance consumer when they're looking for insurance? Like why go this roundabout, okay, we're going to generate home, home leads, send them to, um, you know, uh, to, to generate referral partners essentially. Like why use Facebook advertising for that? And I mean, I guess I can see like the quantity argument, right? Well, you're getting twice as many leads if you go through the realtor. Um, but like, why not also, do you do, you know, insurance advertising on Facebook on the side? Like, why not, why not do that as well? What's, what's the reason yeah. there? Yeah, it's tempting. And, uh, <laughs> and the way I always look at it is like, why for me, it's like, I mean, being able to get, you know, lay down deals or referral deals from realtors, financial advisors, loan officers, like that is so much easier to close from a time perspective than 
trying to dial and do and chase down like leads. Um, Retention is going to be lower on leads for the insurance industry if you're buying leads. So while I certainly could do it and I'm sure there would be value there, like with how I'm operating and where I'm spending my time, like if I have the ability to generate leads for anyone, the last person I would generate was for be for myself because I would rather I get so much more value by focusing my time on generating the home buyer leads for my referral partners because mm-hmm. it guarantees that relationship and that's where all of my business comes from. So um, other people like in this in this group that I, that I that I entered to in the winter, which is a group of other insurance agents across the country that basically uh, taught some of this Facebook marketing and automation. Um, people within the group are like focusing on insurance leads. And I always say it's a waste of time. Like, have you perfected and maximized your referral relationships with new home buyer leads? Because uh, like I said, the leads are a foot in the door. They're not the end all be all. And once you show your value as an insurance agent, um, even if you stop providing leads in the future or they decide they don't want to do it, you're still going to be their go-to person. So um, that's been my approach. And I just don't have enough time in the day to become an expert in everything. And when I get into something, I want to make sure, um, you know, especially like, uh, some of the loan officers I'm working with, it gets to a point where they actually are providing that like ad spend or helping with the ad spend of the leads. So I manage the pipeline and the funnels for them and they want to take it to a new level. Um, so, uh, when you're doing that and then they're starting to cover some of the ad spend, um, on the Facebook stuff, like that's a no brainer because then your cost is low. All you're doing is managing kind of the back end and the targeting for them. Um, and, you're not having to pay for any of the actual leads themselves, if that makes sense. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's, that that's why I've gone that, that's why I've gone there out. But yeah, it's definitely tempting. Like, Oh, like we should just put some, you know, like, and if we had, maybe we're a smaller agency, we'll probably get to a point where we, we try to go down that path a little bit and source some leads on insurance. But until I feel like I've had an opportunity to sit down and talk with every loan officer in, in the, in the Metro, uh, I don't know that I'll go down that path. I would rather spend more and more time, designing new new types of campaigns or better uh, kind of uh, sourcing data and targeting for for my referral partners because they're everything to me. Um, I wouldn't be here without them and I need them for the long term. So I'm going to spend all my time nurturing those relationships uh, when possible. Hmm. No, I love that it's a long-term strategy and it's so, I want to say sneaky, like it's kind of sneaky, but so smart at the same time. Um, so let's talk really quick about the difficulty, that the education um, and the difficulty of education. So, you know, let's say I'm an insurance agent and I, I know there's a business manager out there. I know you can do paid ads, but I really haven't gone behind the scenes and, and dug my hands in and played with it and, you know, run ads and that kind of thing. In addition, I'm not a, I'm not a creative. I'm like, right. I'm a, I'm a business person. I'm a salesperson, but you know, when you think advertising, there's a creative component to that. Um, so how tough was it for you to, was it a stretch for your personal, um, you know, sort of just what you were good at? Did you really have to stretch yourself to be successful at Facebook advertising and learn the tech side and then learn the creative side and sort of combine those things? Um, And would you say that there's, you know, anybody could do it or maybe there's some strengths that you should probably have before you delve in? Yeah, I mean, I think 
you know, there's a lot of different firms out there that will teach you the, the necessary like tactics and step by steps to set up and, and be since successful at a baseline. I would say it, it's probably for a certain type of person, though, because the ones who are successful in the program probably um, uh, are comfortable with data and kind of uh, like testing, like testing different types of things and tracking results. And like it does take a good amount of time. It's not like a I mean, you can get started as a plug and play and follow, you know, tutorial videos and things, but to maximize and figure out your own market and, and what's going to work best, uh, it takes it takes a little bit more time and effort. So there's certainly, I think if people invest in dedicated enough time into learning it, anyone can figure out how to do it. Um, there is a little bit of an artistic approach when it comes to like the landing pages for, for generating the leads and um, the ad copy and the photos are using, like it's, you know, it's marketing. So like there's, mm -hmm. there is an aspect there um, most certainly, but um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, if there's uh, agents out there who feel they have some of those skill sets and the capabilities, like it's just been, it's been extremely valuable for me to add it, like I said, as another tool in the toolbox to building uh, kind of those referral partners and relationships. So um yeah, so, that's kind of what I would say. Yeah, so besides the the actual ad, you mentioned you had to have a, a landing page um, and a basic understanding of how a landing page differs from, you know, another page on your website, like the About Us page or Contact Us page or Home page. Like, you know, I think a lot of people think, well, I'll put up an ad and then I'll put it, you know, direct it to my website. And it's just not how the, the – essentially that – um, using utilizing that real estate isn't going to um, it's not sort of the uh, trying to figure out how to say this but from the from the consumer standpoint psychologically they're not going to be convinced right you're going to lose more people than you're going to convert if you send them to your home page so what what are the basics of this Facebook advertising journey um, starting with okay you have to have an understanding of the Facebook advertising dashboard, a little bit of an artistic sense. You have to know how the landing page works. I've talked to other Facebook advertisers. They've talked about, you know, lead follow-up. You have to have that process down. Like, what are the sort of basic components? If you were going to put together, like, a how to get started with Facebook advertising, these are the things you have to know. What does that look like? Yeah, I mean, I think so. The ad itself, I mean, ad copy, like what is your message? Um, what is your message and what is your visual, right? I mean, that's, or video, that's kind of the basics on, on Facebook itself of like, how is, you know, what is, what is the, your potential lead going to look at as they scroll through Facebook, um, et cetera? Like that's the first portion of it. And then once they, you know, the problem is that a lot of times people, you got to be careful not to, feel like you're selling, like people don't necessarily want to be sold to, they want to feel like they're being informed. So um, what is the hook or, or what are you trying to get them excited about, right, as a part of that journey, I think is is important, right? So it's a balance of coming off salesy versus provide, feeling like you're providing an offering or information about something that could be valuable to them. Um, mm -hmm. The actual like submission of the information, I mean, there's Facebook has an ability to do like a lead form within their actual interface um, where it defaults your Facebook information. Once you click on like learn more, it's going to pull your phone number, name, first name, last name, and you can hit the submit button within Facebook. Another approach with a lot of Facebook marketers is actually take you off of Facebook onto the, a landing page or a survey um, to fill out, you know, with more information, a list of questions and things. So, um, you know, 
if you're taking them off Facebook, what does that landing page look like? Is it mobile optimized? How easy is it to, to work through um, seamless? How seamless is it for someone to submit their information? How quickly can they get through it? All those things make a big difference. Like, you know, a couple extra questions can drop the amount of submissions you receive. Um, you know, there's various different things. So um, that, you know, the, the ad itself, the copy, the landing page, and then um, I mean, the targeting on the back end of Facebook of like, who is your demographic? Uh, what area are you targeting? You know, there's age, there's gender, there's interest, purchase behavior. Um, you know, Facebook, unfortunately, with their pixel knows a whole lot about everyone who uses Facebook. Um, you'll go on, you go on Amazon, and you look at you want to buy a pair of shoes, and you go back to Facebook five seconds later, and the pair of sh the shoes is right in your feed, right? So they they know they know with the pixel like they know kind of your behavior on the internet um and as of now that's extremely valuable information for any facebook marketers because it allows them to better target and find um who they're seeking so you got the ad copy you know the photo you have the landing page or the lead form um, within facebook you have the back end targeting right which is kind of like who are you going to show this to um and then the, the follow-up and automation is what type of system are you using to to hit these leads after they submit? How quickly are they getting a message? Is it automated? Is it voicemail? Is it text? Is it email? Um, are you personally calling them? Um, you know, follow up is so king because if you have a lead and you don't call them within you know that day, uh, they're going to move on potentially to the next ad or talk with someone else. So um, that type of person on Facebook who's submitting this information is 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 probably more of a shopper and and therefore. The ability to get get on the lead right away and talk with them is really important. Just like Zillow or any other home buyer, realtor source, right? Like whoever answers this the phone first is the one who's going to get it. If you don't answer, you're waste. You know, you're you're you know you're you're out of luck. You better have answered the phone or you're you're not getting them. So um, similar type of thing, and that's just kind of how the space works. Um, you gotta the people who are calling on the leads need to have, I would say, an automation system. There's various different software options out there. Um, and uh, or you better have enough time in the day to as that lead comes into your inbox like call them immediately one of the two so or a combination of both yeah yeah so if somebody is listening to this this podcast and they've been thinking about facebook advertising you know hearing that that insurance agents are starting to utilize it like what's the best first step for them as you look back at your own journey and you know if somebody came to you and asked you like where would you recommend that they they go first. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a few different programs and offerings. There's do-it-yourself models. There's uh, programs that will kind of uh, um, guide you a little bit more. But like, there's, you know, if you're looking to start as an insurance agent, start generating new home buyer leads or things, um, there's programs and, and options, opportunities out there. The program I'm in or others, um, you know, I think that's the education piece is really important and um, to have it targeted. To, a, to and communicate in a way that's helpful for an insurance agent is um, is really helpful. So um, I think that's probably step one. Um, I'm sure there's other means of which you can learn um, the platform yourself or tutorials and videos and things, but having a support system that can answer questions or has already done this has been really helpful for me. Um, so I'd say that's step one. Like those programs vary, vary in cost. There's a few different ones that you can enter into. Um, but uh, I think that's probably a really good first step, a little bit of an investment from an education perspective. But, um, you know, I think that's what I, I want to be able to get started without that. Like 
the community and being able to ask questions and having people available as I kind of got up and started. Um, and then very quickly you turn into an expert yourself and uh, I get phone calls and emails from, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm being used on yeah. some of the promotional content for the program I'm in. And like, I get phone calls and emails from people all the time, like wanting to hear what I'm doing and, uh, um, which is cool. I'm happy to help and whatnot. But, uh, like I said, I think that type of program, a uh, little bit of an investment, but probably the best way to get started. Uh, if so you're with other insurance agents trying to do a similar thing, whether not just the lead generation, but also building the relationships. How do you introduce this to your referral partners? Um, how do you try to encourage them to, to cover their, their ad spend? Like what does that process look like versus just sending them leads? Um, things like that. So it's, uh, um, yeah, I mean, that's really step one, um, step awesome. one in the process. Awesome. Dude, well, thank you for coming on and sharing, you know, what's going on behind the scenes at your agency. I appreciate it more than you know, and I'm sure a lot of the people listening do too. So appreciate it. Yeah, of course. No, this was great. Thanks for having me on. And uh, yeah, people, if there's people listening that have questions, happy to try to be a resource there. Um, and uh, yeah, I appreciate the opportunity to chat with you. So thanks for having me.